0: What's up guys, it's Mickey and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. I just want to give a little heads up. It's been a long week for me. I'm not recording on my usual recording day, so my schedule is just off, but an episode has to get done. I mean, period, because I drop weekly, so it just, it's got to be done. So bear with me if I sound a little tired. I've been running errands this morning, so I'm just not in my usual routine and when I'm not, it kinda like throws me off for a little bit. Is anybody else like that? Like I'm a planner, as we all know. So for my planners out there, when something isn't in the routine or it's told to you like, hey, do this or that or this and that. It's not that you care about doing this or that, but then you think like, dang, now I gotta rearrange my day or what I already had planned out and it's okay. I have one of my best friends literally teaches me to go with the flow because stuff like this happens all the time. And the more he teaches me or the more he reminds me of that and try to teach me that, the more I have to Im- implement it and actually use it. Cause when does life ever go according to plan? Like, ever. If life went according to my plan, my life would look so drastically different. So I say that all to say, guys, welcome. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you guys here. I'm happy to be putting in the work and getting another episode for you guys. But if I sound tired, I am. It's been a really long week and yeah, it just is what it is. It's aqua season. Aren't we so excited? Y'all, you know, I say aqua season is the best time or the best sign. doesn't get any better than us. (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding guys i'm kidding well i'm not kidding about us being the best sign that's my opinion but i understand if you think your sign is the best too i'm not mad at it love your sign. love yourself that's what i'm here for so shout out to aqua season shout out to one of my favorite aquas in the world i hope you had a wonderful marvelous birthday may god bless you and with everything you want desire and protect you From things that you may not need or from things that are sent to harm you, may you just be blessed, blessed, blessed. All right, so I want to jump into it, okay? And can I just say I probably shouldn't be doing this episode tired and hangry? Tired and hangry. Can y'all believe that? I probably shouldn't be doing that. All right, I want to start off with this quote. I think it's from a movie I'm not sure, guys. If it is, you guys can tell me. Duh, it's from a movie. How did you not know? But it's a quote that I heard, and it was like, I really think it's from a movie, guys. And I think it's from a popular one, so it's going to be even worse that I don't know where this quote is from. (laughs) But I liked it. It said, you adapted to the dark. I was born in it. And something about it just like gave me chills. Like you adapted to this. I was born in it. So like it hits different, right? It's and I think that applies to so many different things. Like people who go through trauma since like they were children, or or even if they not necessarily since they were children, if they experience certain hardships and stuff, that's not always traumatic, but that's you know, it's a hardship. And somebody went through it, whether it was childhood, young adult life, older adult life. They're like, "Look, I've been, I've been going through this. All right, you're, you're, you're just getting here, kind of thing." And I just, I like the quote, so I thought I should share the quote with you guys. But all I have to say is, welcome, 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 and let's get into it. All right, first topic of this week's episode: Can we take my vagina off trial, please? Please. I'm begging everyone who knows me, and if you don't know me, I'm begging you to, can we please take my vagina off of trial? Please and thank you. So I'm going to give a disclaimer, a warning. All right. This might be explicit for kids to hear. So if kids are around you, near you, if you play your podcast out loud and there's a possibility that other kids can hear you, put in headphones and or wait till you are alone to listen to this episode. Um, Another warning. It might offend the older generation who says conversations like this shouldn't be happening at all or let alone on a public platform turn it off. You might want to turn this off. I would suggest listening and trying to understand better, but you have to be in a place to receive it or just be in a place to want to see something or hear somebody's story and understand it from a different perspective. Or this could not be your cup of tea altogether, like at all. And either way, Mickey is not judging you. I could care less. I just want to give the warning, do what's best for you. Now that this disclaimer is out of the way, let's get into it. All right, so I want my vagina to be taken off trial, and I and I, I mean this wholeheartedly. I am so tired of having to answer questions about when I lost my virginity, who I lost my virginity to, did I actually have sex back then, did I actually have sex at this time, blah, 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 blah. The simplest way I can put it is it's nobody's business. And to have to repeatedly answer the same question, I'm going to be pushing 30 and people are still going to be asking, well, did you really have sex then or did you not have sex then? Like, my answer isn't going to change. And it is what it is. You're either going to believe me or you're not my vagina is my vagina. And whenever I decided to let it be penetrated, whenever I decided to do anything with my own vagina, whether it was fingering myself, anything, that's on me. It's my vagina. Like it's mine. It belongs to me. So whatever I decided to do with it, it's my choice. Whenever I decided to do whatever I wanted to do with it, it was my choice. My vagina in myself is so tired of being on trial. I do not want to be 30, 40 plus answering the same question. I'm pretty open about sex, but the more that I got questioned about my body, about certain incidents and everything, it just made me not comfortable enough to talk about it because it was like judgment with it. It was questioning. Like, I feel like I'm talking to the feds. Like, you know how you sit down with friends and you're like, y'all let's spill all the tea. Like, He had me in this position or this kind of sex is good or I like this. I like that. You know what I mean? But when you start getting asked by certain people and certain things, it's like you have me on trial. You're trying to find me guilty. This is not a safe space. I don't want to talk about my sex life. It's uncomfortable. And even for a person who's really open about it, it's uncomfortable. I just want to say this to say to free everybody. I no longer have the energy to defend myself. I no longer have the energy to combat the lies and the multiple lies and different stories that's out there. So feel free to believe what you want. And I just want to admit to this. Are we ready? Breaking news. I'm admitting to whatever lie you want to believe. Okay. If you tell me the sky is green. Hell yeah. The sky is green. You say I lost my virginity then when I know when I lost it. Hell yeah. Whenever you think I lost my virginity, that's when I did. You think I sucked a dick? You think I sucked 10 dicks? Hell yeah. I sucked them all. Okay? Um, I don't know what people want from me anymore. I really don't. I don't know what people want from me. I did it all. Whatever you want to make up next, I did it all. Did I murder somebody? Oh, yeah, I did that too. Not really. For the feds who are listening, this is sarcasm. In case people can't tell, because there are some people who cannot read sarcasm, this is pure sarcasm. But the point of this all is whatever you want to believe, whatever stories you want to make up, or whatever helps you get peace, I did it all. I did it all. Whatever else you're going to make up next, I did that too. I did that too does that free everybody? Will that help everybody sleep better at night? Put it all on me. And if that is that, if that's the way you want to remember it, if that's the way you want it to be, hell yeah. I did everything. I did it all. I no longer have the energy to defend myself. And I think somebody who does such a great job at this is one of my best friends. He said, I I let people believe what they want to believe because I'll be spending a lifetime trying to Say, this isn't true or this isn't who I am. And he said, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let you believe what you want to believe. And I know what actually happened. So I'm 100% taking their advice. Believe what you want to believe. Okay. Whether it's a lie or not, I I did it all. I, I, yeah. 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 Free us all. I did it all. If that helps you sleep and gets my vagina off trial, there you go. Now, whether it actually happened like that or not, you're going to believe what you want to believe anyway. So I no longer, I no longer care. Okay. I literally, I don't care. Whatever story and version you want to believe, whatever details you want to try to pin together, please just take my vagina off trial. Okay. If you want to charge her as guilty, guilty as charged girl. Now what? (laughs) like what is the point of this now what all right you're guilty girl now what I'm still gonna use it I'm still gonna be me like no difference does it make I and it doesn't really matter about other people's opinions about whether she's charged guilty or not she's on my body she belongs to me so if she's innocent she's innocent point blank period okay but in the court of public opinion as I'll learn with this and so many other things. Everybody's going to have an opinion. It doesn't matter how many times you tell them the same story. You may still be questioned about it over and over and over, and they still may not believe you. And I'm very okay with that. I'm just saying, believe what you want. I don't care how many stories are made up. There. I did it all. Does that make everybody feel better? I did it all. Okay? I know people are probably thinking, like, what type of time is Mickey on this morning? But I'm just really on the type of time of I'm tired of having to over explain myself. I'm tired of having to think about stuff that happened so long ago. It's like I even with me trying to move on, not hold grudges, not be like this is a terrible person and stuff. I can't escape that space when people are still trying to keep me there. Like people are going to say what they want to say. They're going to believe what they want to believe. And that's just what it boils down to. And I try to think about it like you can admit anything to God. You can talk to God about anything. You can, I mean, I'm not trying to be dramatic. I'm not saying go out here and literally murder a person But I feel like if I was to literally go out and do something that drastic, where I couldn't tell most human beings, I could go to God and be like, yo, my head wasn't in the right space. My heart wasn't in the right space. But God, I did it. And Jesus will still love me, point blank, period. And if you don't believe it, look at Paul, (laughs) like Jesus will still love me. And if I really repent and really turn around and really, you know, really want to be better, he'll do that. He'll still accept me. He he won't shame me. He won't judge me. He won't consistently ask me, you know, like, are you sure you're really sorry? Are you sure you really didn't do it? Are you sure this is the truth? Like, God is like, okay, cool. Like, you mean it? You said it? Okay, cool. Just repent. Just turn and repent is not like this big, drastic, like major thing that takes multiple steps. It's like, talk to God about it. Do better next time. Like I wish, and I'm not judging, I'm not trying to judge anybody else with how they handle it because I've had situations with people where maybe I've come off too harsh or consistently having to be questioned about certain things makes me think about how I approach other people in their situations. Like I've said on BK before, everybody don't want to have to keep talking about the same thing. They just don't. Like, no human beings want to have to keep talking about it, whether it's a mistake they made in the past or whether it's, you know, um, something they may do in the future. Maybe it's present, whatever. Nobody wants to have to keep going down the same path, okay? And I try to... So for anybody who've done that too, I apologize. I've already done that in person, but let me public platform. I apologize. All I ask is let's hash it all out the first time so I can process and really heal. And then after that, I swear, I promise, I'm going to try my best not to hold you hostage cuz it's you can't escape. It doesn't matter how much you try to heal if people keep bringing it up or keep trying to make up new details and do new things like you're stuck in that place and that's why I was just saying in the beginning whatever you want to believe yeah if it takes me saying yes i did to free everybody whether it's the truth or not yeah idea like just free everybody free themselves so i can be free as well like that's that's what i want and i have to say because we are talking about sex and all that kind of stuff I just want to point out that parents, especially fathers, you do not own your children's bodies. And unfortunately, we know that daughters deal with the hell that comes with it more than the sons. And it's not just always with sex. It's with dating and other stuff. But since we're talking about sex right now, daughters and not if you. Oh, my God. If you are a parent who give a safe space for your children to talk about their bodies, sex, their experiences, you make it, like, fun or you just make it, like, real cool and laid back, I applaud you guys. I thank you guys because you're going to teach your kids how to do it. All right? You're going to keep you're going to keep open open conversations for generations to come. That helps us be better. That helps us be closer. That helps us understand. That helps us not feel like we have to go to the outside just to feel safe to talk about certain things. So I don't care whether you're a mother or a father. If you do that, salute. Salute to you. Whoop, whoop. And especially if you're a man that does it for the daughter, you know, because men are going to tell their sons, like, yeah, boy, sleep with as many as you want. Get it all out, blah, blah, blah. This is what you should be doing. Like men will hype up their sons penetrating every woman that they come across more than they will about you should be you should be a man of God's own heart. You should be a great standing man of society. This is some financial tools to help you not make the same financial mistakes I did or these are the lessons that I wish I knew back then. Like the the same level and effort is not put into pouring into The sons, and this is again, this doesn't apply for everybody, but a lot of times that same level of energy is not put into pouring into their sons, or even if it's just giving affirmations to your son, to let your son know you are worthy, you are smart, you are powerful, you you are um, you're a king, my guy, like you're a king, you are worthy, like. even that is not always put into the same it doesn't have like the same type of energy compared to yeah sleep with her sleep with her sleep with her sleep with her because if you don't get it out you won't be able to handle it like you set them up for freaking failure you're already telling them what they can and can't handle you're already telling them that basically marriage would be miserable if you don't sleep around with everybody before then like you're (laughs) you're setting them up for failure you're setting them up for failure because we all have desires, male or female. I don't know why men act like they are the only ones with high sex drive or that are like attracted to them. Like what? <laughs> y'all attracted to us. We attracted to y'all. The only difference is we're shamed into discipline and y'all are allowed to be laxed and not have to have discipline. And the consequences that we pay for that are lasting, even past whenever the men finally be like, oh, fuck it, I got it all out now, now I'm ready. Yeah, okay, (laughs) let life test it. Let somebody find come across you. We'll really see if you really got it all out. That desire doesn't necessarily go away, it's just the choice of whether you choose to act on it or not. And that goes for us ladies too, okay? So I don't know why, but that goes, it goes into so... (laughs) So much that I don't have the time for. Like the whole boys will be boys and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's a double standard. But I say that all to say for the parents who create a safe space, I salute you. Great job. You're teaching your kids how to do it. And hopefully it'll bless generations to come. All right. Um, Like I've said, I've said before, sons are encouraged to sleep with as many women as possible. But girls are encouraged to save themselves. (laughs) Save themselves for what? For what for the men that have been touched by multiple women and had their bodies and souls connected with multiple partners you save yourself girl but then you get with a man who's been with everybody else what is she saving herself for for a used up man and listen if you are sexually liberated you are okay be sexually liberated I'm literally talking about this point in this mentality that they try to ingrain in a female's brain. Like we want you to be quote unquote pure. We want you to be quote unquote on touch, blah, 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 not be defiled, blah, blah, blah. But you want something that's quote unquote pure to get with something that's not quote unquote pure. Aren't I still going to be tainted anyways when I get with them? (laughs) Like how pure am I really going to be if I'm not getting with somebody else that's pure too? make it make sense. It's literally a fucked up mentality to try to get women to feel shame about being sexually liberated like a man. Literally. Okay. And I'm not here for it. So save ourselves for what? That's what I want to know. And y'all are telling the boys and the girls opposite advice. And clearly it's not working. How well is it working out? Let's be honest, BK fam, how well is it working out to give the boys and the girls the double standards and be like, well, it's just the way of the world. Fuck that, It's the way of the world, because we keep accepting it as the way of the world. Like, that's why. That's why. Okay? And listen, a lot of girls aren't listening. FYI. (laughs) Save yourself. For what? We aren't listening. We aren't listening and this is beneficial to the boys if we're honest because imagine if girls really were out here listening. How would boys be able to apply the opposite advice of get it all out before you get married? How would y'all have the ability to be able to sleep with whoever you want if all the girls really had it on lock? We'd all be miserable out here clearly so I don't I'm trying to understand the thought process of giving the opposite advice and acting like it's gonna actually have a true solution you know what I'm saying or real meaning behind it I just don't get it I don't get it the girls have to deal with shame and instead of freedom and enjoyment that like men are taught to have with it that's just like a it's a no it's a no for me dog it's a no and fathers y'all aren't protecting your daughters by trying to control their sex life or their dating life I hate to break it to you, but you really aren't. And I'll just say this, this is my opinion. Maybe it could be respected more if the same energy was kept for the boys, but it's not. Okay? To me, this is my honest opinion. It's giving obsession. It's giving creepy. It's giving invasion of privacy. It's giving misogyny. It's disturbing. And so, so much more. For the men that say they are protecting their daughters. But do the complete opposite. Were you protecting your daughter when you were slut shaming her? Were you protecting her as you continued to slut shame her? Were you protecting her when the thought. The thought. (laughs) Of her doing anything sexual will make you rage out spaz out on her maybe hit her maybe snatch her glasses off like is that is that um is that protection what is that because it doesn't sound safe nothing that I just described anger possibly being hit somebody screaming and yelling in your face like none of that feels safe none of that feels like, yes, I would love to open up more. No, what? That sounds like the most unsafe, unhealthy, unmanaged emotions environment ever. And I still don't understand how boys, it makes you feel nothing, but girls, it's like, I'm ready to burn the world down. Make it make sense, men. Make it make sense, okay? That's some deeper rooted issues that I'm gonna need the men to deal with because I'm almost afraid for men to have daughters. Not all of them, but the ones who have those kind of issues, because it's giving obsessed. It's giving deranged. It's giving, I don't know what the hell you've been through, but do not project that on me. That's what it's giving. All right. And I just have to say, there's a lot of stuff that I could keep saying. I could keep going, but I'm really not trying to bash. I'm really not. I'm just trying to paint the reality that... Certain behavior that is displayed when fathers find out that, oh, my God, my child is of age. Not she has hormones. Like, what? Like, honey, my hormones been a lot. When I got my first period, bam. All right? Like, I started bleeding out of my vagina. My boobs started growing. I hit puberty. I don't know why y'all act like the hormones didn't turn on them, but they did. And let me tell you. I got my period before high school, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah. I've been dealing with hormones and different things like that for the longest. For the longest. It doesn't magically start like, oh, it's a certain age. Here we go. No. 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 Okay? Like, let's use our freaking brains. Let's use our brains. You're not protecting the girls. You're slut shaming them. You're harming them. You're letting them know this is not a safe space. They're going to go to somebody else. I'm just giving you a heads up. They're going to go to somebody else. They're not going to come to you. They're just not. They're not going to come to you. And so I've had my different experiences with it. I absolutely have. And it just reminded me from my different situations that I was on my own and at another situation that happened later down the line and it was a situation where I was like honestly my first mind said don't say anything but the only thing I could think about was editing my mom because I didn't want to tell another friend. I was like, but my first mind said, don't literally don't say anything. Do you remember the trial that you were up under in high school for something else? But I was like, I need my mom. Like, I felt like the need of my mom would override the response that I would get. But I had to learn that in that situation, I understood what my gut said. Try to hand, like, Try to do it by yourself. but it was just a situation I had been in for the first time, and I didn't want to handle it by myself. I wanted. I wanted her to be a part of it. But unfortunately, the reaction now, she definitely helped me in the situation, but it's like at the same time, the word vomit and venom that came killed me. killed me because now I'm dealing with shame and feeling like I'm in trouble. On top of being afraid of something that I've never experienced before. And it was a whole, it was a whole thing that always stuck with me because it was just like, damn. I knew what I had already been through before. And then this situation, I'm like, fuck what I've been through before. I need her in this moment. Like my need for my mama should override it all. And I learned it taught me a valuable lesson that it doesn't matter how much a person loves you, you have to be wise with what a person can handle. Like people can love us to death, but there are different experiences they have been through that may make them feel some type of way. You could go through certain things and they'd be like, this wasn't wise, this wasn't This wasn't smart, this was pretty stupid. How could you get yourself in this situation? All the things like that. And I just want to make this very clear She has apologized for how she handled that. I don't want you guys to think like she was just being the ultimate, you know what, and then never apologize. She's always great at that. She's great at apologizing and holding herself accountable, especially for how she may have made us feel as her children. I just wish that I had the help without that response. I wish that I had the help. Without, um, without the apology even being needed because I, did, I just didn't need all that in that moment. I just needed her. And I needed somebody who I was like, I could go to a friend, but I was trying to be like, let me go to an adult who's older than all of us. Let me go to somebody who's had life experience. Let me go to... Somebody who I thought at the time wasn't going to necessarily make it worse. And it taught me a valuable lesson. Like, I knew she loved me. I knew she wanted the best for me. But that emotional response that she had, it didn't help me. It literally amplified that situation for me. And I needed calmness. And I needed just clear, consents, advice. I didn't need shaming. I didn't need yelling. I didn't need cursing and fussing, like I didn't, I didn't need any of that. And I want to say again, on record, on public platform, she has apologized for that. And she did hold herself accountable. But I honestly, and I accept it. I accept the apology. I just can't get that moment back. And because I couldn't get that back, there's a lot of stuff that I had to handle by myself that I wish I felt safe enough to turn to. Because some stuff handling by yourself is really, really hard. And it's not like I don't have friends that I can't turn to because I truly do. (laughs) I truly, truly do. But sometimes you don't want to or sometimes you just want like your mom. What's wrong with just wanting your mom or older adult or just somebody who's experienced certain things? you want to be able to go with them because some of the stuff that I was experiencing, my friends at the time hadn't experienced and some of them are male. And so they will never understand the feeling of certain things. And there were a lot of stuff that I wish I didn't have to handle by myself, but I chose to handle by myself because I didn't have time for the emotional dump of how everybody else felt on top of what I felt on top of um, what was actually happening. I just, I didn't, I didn't have time for it. I didn't. And she's, listen, my mom isn't the only one who's done that to me before I had an incident in college and I told some friends about it and they were trying their best to be supportive But then like it made them worried and it made them be like, uh, you know, you know, nervous and super checking in and everything. And I almost felt like I was taking care of them in that moment because they were triggered by what happened to me. And it was completely understandable and it's okay. But it's like I didn't need that either. Like I needed to just be able to process. I I needed the moment to literally just be about me in that moment. And it made me think like, damn, I wish I hadn't said anything. I wish I had handled this by my, it was another example of me wishing I had just handled it by myself so I didn't have to deal with everybody else's emotional reaction to it. And I don't want it to come off like, well, damn, they're human. Are they not allowed to react? They absolutely are allowed to react. But what people don't realize is when somebody comes to you with certain things and then you have to carry that person's how they like their the weight of their emotions on top of what you are already going through i'm the type of person that's like okay whatever i feel put it on the back burner i don't care how i feel let's let's fix you then i get into the mode of fixing you and not even i haven't handled the situation at hand i haven't even processed how i felt about it and it's just it's hard at time i don't think my mom or or you know my friend at that time meant to kind of changed the trajectory of the situations because of how they were feeling or the experiences they had went through they absolutely did not mean that I know for a fact neither one of them meant that but the reality of it was it was another situation where I was like I should have just handled this by myself and I know that that plays a role in besides my personality besides just how I am. I know that certain experience that I have have played a role in. Okay, if you share this with people, are you ready for them to give you their emotional reactions? Are you ready for them to maybe not just sit there and be chill and just listen are you ready for the judgment that may come are you ready to have to take care of their emotions and put your emotions on the back burner are you ready for the unsolicited advice and opinions are you ready for people to put you on trial and try to see like does this timeline fit this does this timeline fit this or are you ready to have to answer questions that are just they just want to know details but they aren't a necessity to help you solve your problem or they aren't a necessity to help you um to just be there for you like the details aren't a necessity right but sometimes people will pry and be like well what about this and what about that and then at that point you're going through the details and going through everything you, you, me I can't speak for everybody else but me I'm just like fuck it I just I don't I don't have to keep questioning my own self I don't have to keep reliving every single thing i could just handle it by myself and even though it's really hard because we are built for community and there are a lot of times when i would love to bounce ideas off other people how do you think i should handle it everybody might not have the same response and everybody might not be able to give a healthy response because it depends on the season people are in it depends on the traumas that have experienced have they healed from them it depends on what triggers a person um it's so much that goes into it that sometimes I just talk myself out of it and I'm just like fuck it all together. I'll just deal with it. And even though it's really heavy to carry by myself, I'll deal with it. And that's why 99 percent of my problems I just take to God because after I talk to him about everything, every little detail or whatever, I don't feel judgment. I don't feel like I have to say, okay, God, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And this connects to this. And this can is because it's like he already know. And because God already knows, there's like a whole nother level of just peace and clarity and calmness that comes with it and just it just feels good to be loved it feels good to be in his presence and it feels good to not be judged and it feels good to not have people listen to this incident and try to try to think that it connects to something else or try to find a lie in something else like it just feels good to just talk to god get it off your chest and know like he's going to love you He's still going to think highly of you. He's still going to value you. And it's not like you have to manage or take care of anybody else's emotion in that moment. Like, it's literally that God is just there for you. He gives you the type of support that we need. And I don't judge human beings because I'm sure I've had my moments of it too. This is why I try to do more listening than talking a lot of times when my friends are talking to me. And for my one friend, it's probably like, do you really? Yes. If it's something silly, (laughs) serious, I really do. And for a lot of times, I'd rather just listen to people because I know what it feels like. I don't necessarily want your unsolicited advice. I don't need you to try to fix it all the time. Maybe I just want you to listen. I'll let you know. That's why I always suggest ask people, do they want you to give advice? Ask people, do they want you, your help to try to fix it? Maybe they just want your presence. And that's what God gives me. And that's what God can give all of y'all. Like, if it's a situation, I don't care if they love you or not. If it's not safe to talk about it. Take it to God. It's 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 not going to be an easy battle to handle it by yourself. But it's almost worth it to take it to God and being a safe space than to take it to an unsafe space, even if you love the person and still have to deal with. It's like you added problems on top of your problems. And sometimes you don't have the mental capacity to handle that. Sometimes all it takes is one more step on a tree branch for the, for it to break. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes we just don't have time for all that. And so I say that to say that, and this doesn't mean that you can't go to them about other situations, but be wise about who you choose to express your problems to. Be wise and be prepared that if you know they're going to respond a certain way, express it in a season when you have the ability to handle their response okay and then as always give grace because they're humans they're gonna have a response you know we're emotional beings at times it's not just us females you know dudes have emotions too even if they don't share it so their reaction might not be the end all be all about how they feel overall you know or whether it's going to determine whether or not they help you, because they may still help you, whether they're angry, they may still help you, whether they fuss at you or whatever. But you just got to be wise about what you can handle in that season. And first and foremost, always go to God. And then you will be surprised, and maybe you won't be, but if you haven't done it, you'll be surprised with how free you feel after you told him because of how safe he is. And unless you've just gone through certain things that you wish you could just scream out to anybody, like someone please help me. And you know that right now in this season, in this time, you just have to take it to God. You will really see how safe he is and you will really see how there is no shame. There is no condemnation after you get through telling him you feel freer. You know, you still feel loved. You still feel worthy because he does love us no matter what. And that's how I try to strive to love people back. And as we heard a couple episodes back, I'm not all the way there on the type of love that I need to have, but I am working daily. I am working daily. So I hope that helps. Okay. All right, so let's talk about some of the things I learned from experiences dealing with sex and how it's viewed from the perspective of a female. All right, really quickly. So number one, it's absolutely a double standard for sex when it comes to boys versus girls. If you didn't know that, now you know. I'm pretty sure it'll be hard to live in this world and not know it. Two, women will be shamed and probably violated in some form. Um, A lot of times there are... There are statistics that show that a lot of times when mm, this sounds so sad to say, but when a lot of girls lose their virginity, and again, this doesn't count for all, that a lot of times they're with an older man who may have pressured them or they may have lost their virginity against their own will and different things. And like everybody tries to make it a black and white thing, and it's just not a black and white thing. Everybody has their own circumstances and details and so many things. Um, but yeah. 3 um this is for my ladies. Girls, do you hear me? Do you hear me? Listen up. Don't feel pressure to have sex before you're ready. I don't care who you with. I don't care if he says this is how you show me that you love me. Clearly, he don't love you enough to respect you to wait. So do not do it until you feel ready. Um and don't feel shame around having it. If you do decide to have it, don't feel shame nor your number of partners. Okay? Take your power back (laughs) the next thing is people are right virginity is a social construct and i just want you to know and fyi every girl won't bleed when she loses her virginity i didn't i know so many people who didn't back to the social construct let me read this to you from an article in michigan daily they said this if virginity is not measured on a factual nor medical basis what is it First, virginity is strictly a heteroformative concept based on the first episode of vaginally penetrative sex, which excludes anyone who does not participate in heterosexual intercourse. It's a social construct that was ultimately manifested to control women and to make them feel bad about being sexually active. We see that in today's society, don't we? This ideal is ingrained in religion and cultures around the world, and it is almost always harmful, harmful to women and girls. From the time we are young girls, we are told that if we do not wait for the right man or save ourselves for marriage, we are committing a sin, or we are ruined, or we are not worthy. This certainly led to the patriarchal patriarchal double standard of where it's perfectly fine even encouraged for boys to lose their virginity and gain sexual experience. But girls who are sexually active are considered damaged, ruined, used, or slutty by the exact same standards. Why is something so different to everyone this thin, um, musical, mus- I don't know how to say that. I don't know. But the thin tissue that can be compared to an an earlobe, why is it so important in determining a young woman's worth? I thought that was beautifully put. And that goes with our other points that we just said. Next is my goal as a person. It's to continue to provide safe spaces for people to share their stories with me. So I just want to say really quickly, thank you to all my friends who felt safe enough to share your stories or ask for advice even long before I was having sex. Thank you to the strangers and associates that felt safe enough to share with me. It truly was an honor. And I don't, I don't say that lightly. Like it really is for somebody to trust you enough to be vulnerable, we got to stop trying to violate that, taking advantage of that. We got to create safe spaces for each other. Otherwise, we're not going to grow. We're not going to understand each other more. So I pray to reciprocate that for my future children. Oh God, one of my prayers that I say for them more often than not. So they will need it. They deserve it. And I love them enough to want to create and maintain that safe space for them. Not let anyone, no matter who they are, violate or change that for them. That's their safe space, their sacred place, almost like holy ground in a sense. And it should always be kept that way. And my last point is for the people who want to say, I thought you believed in God. You shouldn't be encouraging premarital sex, blah, 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 blah. This is for you. I absolutely do believe in God and I understand why God wants us to wait. But let's be honest. I didn't understand until after I had already started having sex. Okay. I'm not going to act like I magically understood before and oh my God. And I, I did it. I didn't understand. I didn't really get the real why until after I had already did it. So clearly I didn't wait on marriage. Hopefully people will understand without them having to be exposed to certain soul ties and trauma and different repercussions that can happen. But that's not always the case, ergo me. And so I'm being realistic and sharing my story to hopefully help others. And remember that this is a no judgment zone. What is good? What good is it gonna do for me? Let's be honest. What good is it gonna do for me to shame a person who didn't wait? Like I've made you feel like shit now. So should I feel better about that? Is that really helpful? No. Okay. And so, like I said, I'm trying to share my story to hopefully help others. And remember that this is a no judgment zone. Okay. And let's be honest. Everybody doesn't believe in God who listens to BK. I know that. I acknowledge that. And it doesn't bother me at all. And should I not have points that can help them as well? Don't you think? I won't be limited on who I can reach, who I share my stories with, and who I have conversations with. I will not. For all my super religious people, Jesus wasn't limited. In fact, he was hanging with people y'all would judge and run away from. And from a more, duh, common sense level, how can I grow if everyone around me thinks like me, looks like me, or responds like me? I absolutely can't at all. Plus, that would be boring. Boo, boo to that thought. Okay. And so those are my final closing thoughts on this week's episode. All right. This was a heavy one, guys. This was a heavy and explicit episode. So take some time to process it and truly think about it. If this triggers you, it's not my goal at all. This is my story, and I'm allowed to share it. Hopefully, this will help people feel seen, heard and a little more understood. Take a break, listen to some feel-good music, watch a cartoon, anything, anything to lighten up the mood. As always, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to little old me. I can't wait to see what we talk about next time, guys. All right, be easy on yourselves this week. Bye!